0: Welcome to Wine Not, a podcast by S.A. Winos for our monthly wine club members. In this season, we've been exploring wines from Noble Hill. Uh, we had a Chenin Blanc and a estate White. And in this episode, we're going to be exploring their Cabernet Sauvignon. This bottle is from 2016. I'm joined tonight by my wife, Avery, and the friendly face at S.A. Winos in South Austin, Francois. Francois, how are you doing?
1: I'm doing fantastic, Brian. Can you please read the date on your bottle? I want to be sure. Is yours 2016? Yes. yes. Okay. All right. Well, um, I have a 2017 that I'm tasting. So we're Yay. going to be uh, having a little bit of excitement tonight. Uh, it's honestly, uh, it's it's a really low production grape. So if you did get a 2016, if you got a 2017, some people might have even gotten a 2018. Um they're all really good vintages. You're just looking at slight differentiation there. So don't don't, don't get too caught up in the year. Um, it's really just what you're dealing with. There's the amount of water that the grapes got. Um, outside of that, I'm really excited for everybody to try this. I think um, as a cab sauv, I'm not going to call myself a connoisseur, but I'm going to say I do enjoy cab sauv enough to where I've had plenty of cab solve i really enjoy the fact that this cabsov is and i know Avery's gonna look at me oddly here is fruity it has a very like a fruitful mouth feel that you don't normally get from south african cabsov so it's it's a really unique cabsov um the way they just they they describe the wine in you know the formal description is that they aim for light extraction by gently transferring the juice over the skins twice daily during fermentation. I'm not sure what that does. That's something that we're going to have to ask, you know, when we talk to Christopher. But it's it's an interesting statement that I haven't seen um, in other winemakers, you know, about the wine descriptors. Um, also, they get an 18-month fermentation maturation whatever um in oak barrels so that's kind of it's a lot for um, south african cab softs you'll often see them mature them for nine to 12 months and then release them right away so they can be like kind of an off year vintage so 18 months is a lot um it's (laughs) it's actually funny because what i was talking about in the flavor profile um you know to me, it's it's kind of fruity, and I would describe that as being like a California cab. Um, even in the, the the descriptor for this wine, they they claim it's more of a New World than an Old World wine. Um, just it, it's it's got some fruit forward characteristics that you're not always going to find in South African cabs.
0: Okay, uh, yeah, I we you know we are we are hardcore red wine drinkers here in our house. We do like those big, robust, super dry, tanniny red wines, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. As uh, my wife would call them, Christmassy wines. Mm -hmm. I think anything. (laughs) Well,
1: she she also likes that back end of like nutmeg and cinnamon kind of deal. You know, like
0: yes,
1: you get some of those red wines that have it's almost like it's a like a pine cone type. It's like a you know, a resinous a resiny finish,
2: like Christmas in a bottle.
0: Yeah, mm, that's yeah, one yeah. way of
1: describing it. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. So, I, I, what I find very interesting about a you know, um, they have, they always aim for minerality hmm. at this vineyard, and um, in terms of minerality, I think every wine we've had has had its own select bit of minerality i'm interested to see what you guys think about this one
0: all right well do we want to get into the 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 nose and taste on this bad boy avery why don't you why don't you kick why don't you kick us off
2: okay so i would agree with the fruitiness in this wine i don't necessarily smell it but i do taste it um and this is a lot drier than I actually was expecting it to be, and I like that. I mean, I love a good dry wine.
0: Well, and also we this this wine we we chilled this wine. I hope that's okay. Uh, we did throw it. it in. Always okay. It always is. Okay, always is. We chilled it down, and I think that's that might be contributing to the lack of aromas that yes, we're picking up out of it. Yes, that's what I was thinking. Um, because I I, I was kind of nosing around searching for it as you were describing the like what we were to expect. Um, and I'm not, I'm not picking it up on the nose, but I am picking up a minerality like the, like you talked about, I don't know if we talked about it on the last two episodes, um, with those white wines, but I think after, I'm going to be honest, after tasting more of the white wine after the cast last time, generously sampling more of yes. the white wine mm-hmm. after the cast Indeed. last time.
2: Yes, I, I generously sampled as well.
0: Um, I, I did pick up some minerality, uh, in that, in in the the estate white.
2: Can I ask a question? When you say minerality, what is that taste?
0: It's almost like, it's like a, I don't, I'm probably going to be describing this incorrectly, but it's almost like a chalkiness for me. It's the, but then it can also range to um, the, the difference between like a, 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 um, what is the Italian sparkling water or the French sparkling like water? Pellegrino. Pellegrino versus Topo Chico. Okay. Where Topo oh, Chico okay. is an actual like mineral rich.
2: Absolutely. And it has that ta- Like you can taste it. It's yeah. not
0: like tonic water. No. But you're getting something else other than just. But there is a, a little
2: bit of, not a bitterness, not not like tonic water, but there is like sort of that bitter bitter kind of taste complexity yeah yeah
0: um i that's that's the that's what i taste when i think when i pick up minerality um or a higher mineral mineral content um where it's not just the grape juice like you would get in some like i think what francois would describe as california cabs um yeah. there's there's yeah a,
1: it's it's it, you can sort of if you've ever had the unfortunate need to uh use an acids on a regular basis. Indeed I have, yeah. Okay. <laughs>
0: yeah, I describe um, I describe minerality as kind of a chalkiness. A chalk,
1: yes, a yes. Kind of... And and that's that's dead on. Um and I think the closest that most people are going to get to that is an acids. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Like um and if you were the unfortunate soul back in the day that had to use unflavored an acids. that was um, chalk. <laughs> yeah, that's just straight up <laughs> chalk. Uh, you you end up with you know this dryness that saliva can't cure right Mm -hmm. away i think the back end of this is very similar to that
2: i would agree that's what i like
1: yeah and this it's a little different for me I, i took my last sip about i don't know maybe a minute and a half ago and i still have Right at the back of my palate, it's it's like the Sahara Desert. It's, mm-hmm. it's yeah, dry, 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 dry.
2: That's what I look for when I am drinking a red wine. I want just take it all, take all the saliva. <laughs> I want it gone.
1: No, but I think I think it's 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 important to note that the front end of this is juicy. Yeah, yeah,
0: absolutely. It's not super tannic or tanniny. I don't know how to how else to describe that. Uh, but it's it is juicy. It allows that like yeah. fruit forward. Um, it's like, but it's all
1: it's all dark fruit. Like yeah. you're getting raisins, you're getting plum. You're get, you're getting the proper, you know, like bold red wine flavors. Mm-hmm. But on the back end, it just yeah.
0: like yeah.
1: it it sucks all of the moisture out of your mouth. It's, it's it's a very very good drinking experience. I
0: would say the ABV of this uh, also helps contribute to that. This is a fourteen percent wine. Uh, so as juicy as, as we're talking about it, it's still, still got a punch to pack. Yeah. Um, and the other thing, like it's, I, I I was, this might sound like it's a negative, but it's a, it's something that I observe and I kind of enjoy in this wine in particular is that it, it's got a thinner mouthfeel. Uh, Mm. it's not like just wrecking my entire palette. It's just kind of coating it and going away. And then like leaving behind those dry, that dryness. It's not, um, it doesn't have that viscosity that, that a state white had uh, last episode. So it's very interesting for a a cab for me. Very interesting. Look, I'll say
2: all of these noble Hill wines have made it onto my Christmas list. Like these are the ones that you take into the holidays I've loved every single one.
0: Now I can see this being sit by the by
1: the fireside, absolutely, and oh, being very easy enjoyed. Hallmark movies easy. on in the
2: background, you can't go wrong.
1: And I mean, you're talking about a five year old cab here, right? Right. In your case, it's six. Um, you, you, this is a very mature cab for for the price point. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think people kind of need to kind of start associating some of this stuff as we're going through our series because to get a cab that is five or six years old for 20 some odd dollars, it's, it's pretty well, it's, it's impossible to get it from California or France. Right. Um, You can get it from some other interesting regions. South Africa is a very consistent region. Um, And as such, I, I would, I would highly suggest if you can find something you know, from Spain, from South Africa, from Italy, five, six years old. Don't go with a Barolo. Barolo, five, six years old, is still going to taste like rubber and probably needs another 10 years on the bottle. But, you know, find a Rioja. Find find interesting stuff um, at a price point that you can afford,
2: right. that you're not
1: going out. And, and that's really the point of of us of say winos, is we want to bring you, you know, incredible quality at a good price point from regions that aren't featured on you know wine enthusiasts and all these (laughs) lists that you see overhyped overpriced Uh, it's they're overhyped well okay so maybe they're not overhyped but they're definitely overpriced okay they are very good wines but they're definitely overpriced for, for for what you can get in comparison to other regions and um, what I find interesting about this one again, and this is something that we're going to need to ask uh, ask Christopher, is it's an eighty nine percent cab, it has six percent petite verdot, five percent cab franc. Um, he's got this tendency to blend um, with his single single varietals, and obviously, there's you know got, there's there's got to be some kind of a lenience in the 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 winemakers you know um, guidelines for single varietals that right. allows him to do it but i'd be interested to understand what that is and how he decides you know what's a blend and it's a very interesting approach i've not seen single varietals declare whether or not they all declare i don't know but declare a, a true blend right you know what we would consider a brand a blend inside of you know, a single varietal bottle. It's interesting, but it's very good.
2: But I like that because I feel like it adds to the complexity of the <laughs> wine. And it like, it it starts to pick up different characteristics of other wines. And I sure. really enjoy that.
0: Yeah, I, I, I'll say this about the wine club up to this point, Francois. It is really messed with my ability to just go out and buy bottles of wine. Because I get to taste these really great unique examples of styles and then i go pick up something you know whether it's something that i've picked up you know a dozen or so times before uh or something that i want to explore you know from a traditional wine growing region it's just i don't know sometimes it's not the same and when you look at like if you shop by price tag it's definitely not the same at all. So thank you Francois for uh ruining uh my wine buying experience and making it more difficult. True first world problems here. So.
1: Yeah, no worries. And and I apologize if you can hear an entire child screaming in the background. Um she is uh overtired you know. and dad's the only one at the house at the moment. So I'm I'm kind of recording this on the fly. On the fly. Um so I th- I think it's probably time for dad to sign off, but okay. Uh, Yeah, no, the intent the intent of SA Winos is to bring affordable single estates single estate well produced wines to the masses because that's where true winemaking happens. Um, Josh is not true wine. Um, you know, apothic red, all that stuff. It's it might be it might be good to people. I'm not gonna argue that. But it's not what wine is no, um, well, wine i will argue be. that to the death For sure. yeah. <laughs> so so you might enjoy what they produce nothing wrong with that i enjoy my you know mass-produced bourbon as much as the next person does but um if i'm talking about true winemaking we're talking about a winemaker that bought a parcel of land grew mm-hmm. vines you know that's winemaking and that's what we try to bring to people and i think Thus far, you know our 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 quality is is very consistent. Um, you can still get that experience in these wines that you enjoy out of your apothics and your, you know, whatever the fourteen hands, fourteen hands and one with the horses. Yeah, um, yeah, well, all that stuff. You you can still get that in these wines, but you might get a different flavor profile in 2017 versus 2016 Mm -hmm. and that's okay that's totally what wine is uh wine is not meant to be Mountain Dew it's not meant to be Diet Coke so uh, I I really like honestly the intent of our wine club is to you know broaden people's horizons and yeah hopefully at some point folks go to HEB and go man that's 17 dollars SA Winos sells, you know, African Java for 17 and it's a much better wine. Right. Um, and long term, that's the goal that we're kind of setting f- for, for what we're doing. But it doesn't happen overnight. It takes a lot of tasting. It takes a lot of, you know, convincing people that you can buy any of the wines at SA Winos at the price point, and they will be better than what you can buy at HEB, what you can buy... At Specs, etc., um, and we're in Specs. We're in HEB. Yeah. Um, that's it's not it's not that we're trying to you know force you to buy through us, but do do look for you know our our labels in those stores because mm-hmm. it 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 will be a much more pleasant experience <laughs> than what you're purchasing at that price point, unless you're buying unique. You know, like if you're buying from Spain, if you're buying from Italy, etc. You you will find similar wines. And you should go on that venture. Mm-hmm. Um, so in any case, if you hear my daughter in the background, yes. again, I am I am alone at the house. I also have a train that drives by the house. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a lot going on. On both, on both accounts, I apologize, but I do need to get, get going. Um, if you uh, are interested in buying any of these wines that you're tasting, please do go to SAWinos.com. Uh, if you want to visit us at the warehouse please stop by we're on nutty brown in south austin open saturdays and sundays one to five also <laughs> we will be opening for happy hours starting this friday um i will be announcing that tomorrow uh thursday in june uh, any case, <laughs> so uh, check for happy
0: hours beginning in july <laughs> yeah
1: um so yeah we'll be doing happy hours starting this friday also, uh, finally, if you're looking to sign up for the Wine Club or looking to follow us on social media, go to sawinus.com. we got the links for social media at the bottom. Uh, sign up for the newsletter. That's the easiest way if you don't have social to keep up with what's going on. Wine Club, right on the front page. Uh, you know, you can join. Uh, feel free. We'd, we'd love to have you. If you're enjoying the series, um, you know, please feel free to leave some feedback on whatever podcast platform you're doing. Um, Yeah, that's about it. So thank you for joining us for this season. Mila appreciates it. Um, (laughs) uh, We will be back in a couple of weeks, probably about three weeks. We're gonna try to post these ahead of the wine party next time. And the next wine party is gonna be July 30th, and it's going to be a white wine you know, flight, we don't quite yet know. I think it's going to be Sauvignon Blanc, but it might be Shannon, yet to be determined, but it's the middle of summer, y'all. It's time to pull out the whites and get them icy cold. So that's going to be, that's going to be our next flight. Um, and then we're going to visit some unique estates in August. So stay tuned. Uh, we can't wait to host you. Can't waste the, wait for you guys to listen, you know, to this podcast and thanks for everyone participating brian and avery uh always love having y'all and we'll see you in july